Talk Herdy to Me. Taking a deep dive into Border Collies and other herding breeds, helping you play to their strengths, minimize their weaknesses, and understand their quirks. Listen in to learn for leading training and behavior experts on how to set your dog up for success, understand your urban herder more, and hit those training goals. Hello and welcome back to Talk Herdy to Me, the podcast where we maximize their strengths, minimize their weaknesses, and understand their quirks. And today we're going to be discussing neutering. Neutering is a bit of a hot topic um, with sort of information, new information coming out and the information that you will have been given or the advice that you'll have been given changing quite a bit over the last few years. So generally, back when I was a child, it was kind of a blanket thing that uh, dogs just got neutered or castrated. Um, and that was from quite young in terms of, I remember all my childhood dogs were, they were boys to start with and they were neutered by six months old. Um, and then we got a Labrador when I was in my early teens and I think she may have had one season and then was neutered and that was it. Um, and then if you go even further back to sort of when my mum was a child, dogs really didn't really get neutered. They were kind of out and about and roaming. And this is one of the reasons why we did, everyone used to just have that blanket neuty dog. Um, because back in the day when dogs were, had a lot more freedom, they used to go free roaming and there was a lot more unwanted and unplanned litters. So the need for neutering was massive because the level of responsibility of dog ownership was less. People like when I was growing up, even when I was a young child, we used to let our terriers out the back door. They used to run up the garden, across over the under the gate, across our fields, and be gone. Um, and they'd be gone for 20 minutes, roughly. And then 20 minutes later, my mum would go around to the front door and would open the front door, and the two little cane terriers used to trot in. Easy as peasy. Uh, luckily, I will say, we live not near a main road. We live down a, a little farm track, um, so there was no issue with um, the dogs getting run over or anything like that. But during that time, they, we knew they were on our field, maybe on our neighbour's field, doing what they did. But we actually didn't really know where they were for those 20 minutes. They could walk up into the village and back in that time. I'm not sure they ever did. They could have done. We have no idea. Um, so getting the dogs neutered, especially when there was less sort of responsibility or less pressure to have your dogs under control in that sense than there is now. Nowadays, you wouldn't dream of having dogs running free on unknown where they are um mainly because people would pick them up and they'd, they'd take them to the vets to be scanned they wouldn't have as much opportunity to do it and people people just don't get away with doing it anymore you you just can't it's, it's not it's not socially acceptable in modern society which brings in the question of neutering because everybody generally has their dog generally being the operative word under quite tight control they're on lead they take them out for walks with them you don't have dogs don't have as much opportunity for free roaming as they once did um so in terms of neutering there's less need for it and I think there's more studies and research that has come out around um the pros the cons to neutering it and not only whether to neuter but also when to neuter and that becoming important so for most male dogs with neutering, it's referred to as castration. And this is where they will physically take the balls. Um, if obviously some people like the aesthetic of it, I know that you can get the um, the tie, the tubes snipped. Um, and I know that they do do like 
implants as well not that I've ever known a dog to have them but I know they do do them um so if like the aesthetic is the issue that could be um some ways to solving that and for um spaying a bitch this is this is what it's also called is spaying um now I have my own personal opinion around neutering and spaying and sometimes I think it should go on a case by case basis um there's certain dogs that I've worked with where I think no don't neuter with that dog ever because of certain reasons which would support that instance whereas I've worked with other dogs I'm like yeah that dog needs neutering um and it just depends on the dog its individual personality and what behaviors it's presenting with because obviously we come at it from a behavior point of view risks are reasons as to why you shouldn't neuter your dog or why what neutering may not actually benefit them with so one is it's not a solution for behavior training issues um many people have this preconceived notion that neutering their dog will automatically and magically just fix whatever behavior issue that their dog is struggling with now this may be the case for specific behaviors that are testosterone driven uh, but more than likely um not gonna have a dramatic impact on your dog's behavior uh, some people will report a change in the dog most people report no change in their dog after neutering and some people report a change either positive or negative this is the same for bitches as well. Um, so spaying a bitch generally won't impact behaviour drastically unless it's to do with hormonally driven behaviours. So things around phantom pregnancies and stuff like that. Some dogs can become more aggressive after they've been neutered um, because testosterone is effectively confidence. And if you neuter a dog who is lacking in confidence or can be worried about things and is fearful of things, taking away that little bit of confidence they do have, which is a hormonally based confidence, can make things worse. Um, so it can show, <coughs> it can start to show um, more aggressive tendencies around food, anything that's been fear based. So they're worried about something, which a lot of resource guarding can be, is they're worried that you're going to take that resource from them. Um, there's also a risk of joint issues. So, and this kind of really comes into the age at which you neuter or spay your dog. Um, if they are neutered at an early age, so pre-sexual maturity and just general maturity, you can start to form into joint issues and growth problems. And this is because the leg bones generally grow unevenly. Um, and it may cause things along the lines of hip dysplasia or the growth plates not to close properly which can um in turn cause a lot of, of of joint and mobility issues you also have an increased risk of obesity so neutering not only changes the dog's hormones but it also changes its metabolism so a lot of dogs once they get neutered the owners don't realize that they actually have to change the amount of food that they're they're inputting into their diet um, and the type of food that they're inputting into the diet as well because Obviously, if the metabolism has changed, even if you have a dog that is really, really skinny, which a lot of young collies, adolescent collies can be, they kind of go through a really like rakey, lanky phase. Um, they can start to put weight on, which is a really positive thing. But once you've got them to a really nice, healthy weight, it's really important that you start to reduce their food intake so that they don't become over overly sized and obese. Um, we found this with Aoife. Once we neutered her, 
she she was always a really skinny skinny collie um to the point when I used to go out and people like oh don't you feed her and I was like yes I do she's just a young collie she runs off everything and because she also has problems with her hips and her joints and things which were she was born with excessive weight makes her conditions much worse um so once we'd neutered her I was on the ball with her weight and we always try and keep her around 14 um just slightly over 14 kg uh just because that's where she sits nicely so we did after she was new um space she put on a little bit of weight which got her to a slightly healthier looking kind of dog and then I cut her food quite quickly because I knew if she put on much more weight, she, it's going to have, start to have a negative impact on her joints. So it's making sure that you kind of keep a, a close check on that because you will be surprised at how quickly that weight can start to really, really kind of kick, kick in and start to pile on. Um, and once it's on, it can be a little bit hard to shift as well. So these are all things to consider, but also there's loads of benefits to neutering your dog in terms of with bitches, you obviously, you don't have to deal with seasons. Seasons are, as a owner of multiple bitches um seasons can be quite tough on certain dogs it can really kind of really impact them the season itself can can cause them to become lethargic and kind of not that interested you obviously have to have them on minimal exercise and restricted exercise because you can't just have them free running out and about because you are responsible for them and they have that risk of pregnancy um certain bitches will also have um, what's called a phantom pregnancy or a pseudo pregnancy post season, which can occur um, in the weeks to months after the season. It's basically where the body tricks them into thinking that they're pregnant, produces all the hormones that is saying you're pregnant when they actually aren't. And you can have some clini- um, clinical and some behavioral signs that come with this. So your clinical signs are mammary development. So their little uh, teats become slightly developed they have it's kind of you can feel development there um kind of feels a bit like flubby sort of um (laughs) tissue um some will produce milk behaviorally as well you may find a common one is nesting where they they kind of want to nest they create a safe space for them they may start to mother toys and things like that so they become overly attached to toys carrying them around a lot keeping them within their nest um you also have a lot of fearful behavior that can start to come in so my little pipes she had a phantom pregnancy both my dogs have had phantom pregnancies Eve had a phantom pregnancy luckily she had no behavioral signs she just had clinical so she she had major mammary development a lot of milk and we ended up taking her to the vets to get her some medicine to stop it because her boobs were all cracking and bleeding and it was she was very sore and then with piper she became incredibly fearful During this period, she became fearful of cars. She started to car chase, became really worried about dogs. Um, She became a little bit reactive and she just was pretty miserable. Um, She also started to resource guard food quite prolifically against other dogs. She never did it against us. It was always the other dogs. And we ended up again having to put her on medication to stop it because of the aggressive behaviour. And we did stop it and she she overcame it. She did have a bit of a lasting issue around cars, which we dealt with. It took us a couple of months to kind of overcome that one. That was quite a long lasting one. But the other stuff generally dissipated quite quickly once we noticed and we put her on the medication. So again, phantom pregnancies can be pretty rough. And a lot of people don't necessarily identify them because you can have clinical and or behavioral signs. You don't just, if your dog isn't lactating on producing milk doesn't mean but they're showing a lot of behavioral signs of it it doesn't mean they're not having a phantom pregnancy and vice versa just because they're just lactating and they're not showing any of the behavioral signs also means that they're not having it 
they can have either and or, um, if that makes sense. They could have physical and behavioural or just physical or just behavioural. They're all valid. So it's really important. And like I say, you can get medication to stop it, which is the route I've gone with my own dogs because sometimes they can become quite drawn out and long. And with my own dogs, especially with Piper, I just wanted it over. I didn't want her practising and rehearsing their behaviours. So we, we, we just gave her the medication and that was the right choice for us. And that is what the vet agreed as well. So if your dog is going through it and you, you, you're wanting some support or anything, reach out to a trainer or reach out to your vet and see what can be done to support them. Because uh, it, it can be a really tricky time. And obviously with males, you have certain behaviours that come with testicles. So if you have a dog that lives with you and there is a bitch in season in the local area, it can become quite, quite disruptive for your dog. Um, one of my best friends, she has an intact male and there's a golden retriever on their street, Daphne, who is still entire. And every time she comes in season, she knows about it. Basil paces, he whines, he barks. He tries to get, every time he's out in the garden, he tries to get over to their house. It's quite a lot. He is luckily, he he's quite a, a nervy dog. So he's a dog that you, we wouldn't necessarily neuter because of he just lacks confidence. Um, you also have certain behaviours. So sometimes entire males can become quite territorial and reactive, especially to other entire males. Um, it's almost like they're trying to kind of be like, oh, I'm the big bad male. No, I'm the big bad male. So you may find that their tolerance around other entire males can can start to really decrease and they start to have issues with other males. Um, you may find that marking, so weeing on stuff becomes quite a lot. Sometimes it can be in the house, which you can deal with it. But if you've got multiple entire males, you may find that they're kind of going over the same spots as each other. Um, excessive sniffing and some dogs will roam looking for mates as well. One of the main ones for me is I I just don't want my dogs to get pregnant. So like, for example, with Aoife, because she had bad hips and she's had so many health issues, she would never be a dog that you would breed from. So I, I neutered her because the risk, there's also a risk of something called pyometria, which is basically where the womb becomes infected and it can strike and kill them within a matter of days. And it's, it's a really serious thing and it can have basically no prior warning and all of a sudden they've got it and you have to seek emergency emergency treatment. So with Peeves, I, I just didn't want to run the risk of pyometria or her ever accidentally falling pregnant because she's messed up as it is. I do not want a litter of messed up puppies. So for us, and also then I don't have to deal with seasons every six months and everything. So for bitches, I always, always, always generally recommend them to get um, neutered and, and spare because there's so many benefits to it and it really outweighs the cons. With dogs, I generally do it on a case-by-case basis, but generally it comes down to age at which I do it. So what is the best age to neuter or spare your dog? Generally, I would say around two. If you can make it to two, then you kind of you're on you you're doing really well. But I know for some people it's really, really difficult. Um so as as a rule, a minimum of a year. Um, and that is kind of if you really, really can't hold out, but ideally two is a better age. Um and for bitches, if you can't hold out, at least make sure they've had their first season because some bitches won't be one before will be over one one and a half before they have their first season so make sure they've had their first season before you new to them but ideally um like i said two years old is a really nice age because growth plates and things like that are, are, are fully formed and closed um they're slightly more mentally mature and they've kind of they've gone through adolescence and gone through their development now, the issue is when you're new to them too young. So there used to be a lot of um, 
advice out there. I know this was the advice that was given to my mum and her friends when they had new dogs was get them done at six months. It makes life easier. They're done and dusted. You don't have to really think about it. But the problem with this is for a lot of dogs, like my Enzo at the moment, he's not sexually mature at all. And he is six and a half, seven months. So Piper is currently in season and he has shown not one iota of interest because he's not that bothered because he's, he's not sexually mature properly yet. And if I neutered him now, he wouldn't sexually mature. And the thing is with that, he would always kind of keep a general puppy-like um, approach to stuff, which is not what I want. I want a dog that is mentally and physically mature because if you've got a dog that is in a perpetual state of puppyhood, they're going to end up coming into bother because as they get older, they lose their puppy license. So what we don't want to do is neuter them too early because, again, it can start to affect their growth plates they don't close effectively and properly which means you have the joint issues and things like that you also have um increased risks of certain cancers so, so there was a study that did um look into the effects of age at which dogs were neutered the study was done on golden retrievers but i i reckon you're likely to find similar results across most breeds and it found that lymphosarcoma was found almost in 10% of male golden retrievers that was neutered before one year old which is three times higher than that found in intact males um, the early neutered males were also diagnosed with hip dysplasia in about 10% of the group which is double the rate of that of the intact males and the study also found that some diseases such as cruciate ligament cranial cruciate ligament tears were not present at all in the intact nails but were found in the early neutered males which is about five percent of that group now although that study only looked at one breed breed other studies have found similar results so there is another study which was by Hart et al on assisting decision making on age of neutering the 35 dog breeds associated with dog joint disorders cancers and urinary incontinence now they did this with lots of different breeds um and with border collies so the border collie section there was 399 collies within the study and only two to three of intact males um and females were diagnosed with one or more joint disorders and neutering males and females were not associated with any increase in risk or joint disorder the occurrence of one or more cancers followed and intact males were two percent none of the females left intact for males, there was a significant increase in risk of one or more of cancers to the 13% um, with neutering at 6 to 11 months of age. For females, there was significant increase in cancers to 11% at spaying at 6 to 11 months. The occurrence of mammary cancer in intact females was just 1% and for pyometria, 4%. Urinary incontinence was reported in just one female. Um the suggested guidelines for give, um, for neutering giving significant risk of cancers is holding off neutering for both sexes until they are beyond a year of age, um, which is which is very much on what we kind of advise. Personally, I prefer eighteen to twenty four months, um, just so the dogs are mature emotionally and behaviorally. Um, but it is something to kind of consider. Um, so it's kind of really interesting that's to see that the science is actually backing up that neutering your dog too early can actually be quite detrimental. And it is really important to kind of really wait until they are physically mature. So between a year and two years is, is kind of a minimum. Um, personally, for me, unless my dog is showing testosterone related behaviours that I don't like, so excessive um, 
humping that is actually sexually driven because a lot of humping isn't it can be to do with arousal and other things like that and it gets misdiagnosed or mislabeled as being sexually driven and a lot of the time it's just it's just not um peeing and weeing on everything um starting fights and getting into fights with a lot of entire males can also be to do with testosterone levels um, now this can be to do with a lot of it or not enough of it um you can also find stuff like excessive sniffing and and things like that that are all kind of really testosterone driven um i would consider getting them done most dogs i kind of there's no necessary need to necessarily get your dog done now i'm not saying do it or don't do it this is for you to kind of take the information and, and do what you will with it and make your own decision but make sure you are informed about it for me um with bitches like i said there's so many pros to getting it done and if you're not planning on breeding i always say get them done whereas with dogs i'm kind of like if you're okay with it and you can cope with it let them keep them for a while um i generally do say to get them done just because as they get older there are certain risks to keeping a dog entire in terms of they have increased um risk of testosterone related cancers and things like that um so for example if the dog has it they obviously have an increased risk of testosterone related cancers because dogs that are neutered obviously don't have testosterone so they don't have um any testosterone to aggravate certain cancers which are triggered and fed by hormones so things like prostate cancer uh, testicular cancer and things like that um, and with bitches, every season that they have, along with having the the pyometria and things like that, every season that they have increases their risk of mammary cancer by 20%. So for me, unless you plan to breed, I, after the first season or two, I generally get a bitch done. Um, and like I say, for dogs, I do get them done as they get older. For me, I've kind of, with Enzo, my plan is to wait until he's around seven or eight, um, just because that works for me. I'm hoping to have to study him and get a litter from him um because he's like the start of my own breeding line and he's he's such a beautiful dog but I'm not ready to have any puppies anytime soon so I'll be waiting for him to grow up a little bit see what he develops into and matures into and hopefully he'll be a dog worth breeding from if he is then we will but that will be in sort of five six years so I he he has to develop and come through as well so generally I I will get dogs neutered, but it's kind of a case of when and when's going to be most appropriate for me and them. There are certain dogs, like I say, if they're incredibly fearful um, and this could be fearful reactive or just fearful and shutting down, whatever. Um, I will not get them neutered until that fear behaviour is has been addressed and has been has been dealt with. Because like I said, the last thing I want to do is take away the tiny bit of confidence they do have and, um, and get rid of it, which is it's a really difficult one. If you do have a male dog um, and you're like, oh, do I don't I neuter him? Is it going to be for the best? And they, they may be like a little bit worried or a little bit anxious to be like, oh, is it enough to not do it? What you can get is something called a hormone implant and they can last either six or 12 months. Um, and what they do is they, they're implanted and they block the production of testosterone. Um, so they can reduce the fertility for after six weeks and then male behaviors also reduce however you may find that aggression can increase slightly for the first few weeks which is something to to kind of note if you do have a dog that has issues with that um but it's a way that you can temporarily castrate um a male dog without actually having to do it which is reversible so you can take it out after that amount of time 
and they will go back to their normal cells. So if you're a bit on the fence of, oh, do I, don't I, these um, hormone implants are a great way to kind of get around it and see whether actually does it impact my dog is it a positive is it a negative or if you kind of like well I don't really actually want to change it's a nice way to know whether it is going to impact your dog so that is a really good option to sort of take for some owners and I've had a few clients where they've been or do I do and they've gone down the implant route just because it is um it is an option for them to kind of do it without kind of throwing all their eggs in one basket they can kind of choose like I say the information that we're giving you here isn't kind of do it or don't do it. It's very much a personal choice for you and your family and your dog to kind of consider all the facts, consider your circumstance and and how you're living and who your dog is and go away and make a decision. It's not for anybody to tell you to neuter or not to neuter. It is important that you make the decision um, as to whether or not to do it and whether it's right for you, your circumstances and your dog. Um, I hope that this has given you some information and a bit of food for thought and I'm really excited to see you guys next week.